Everybody, it's Jay Danae here of Danae Productions. I am so very honored and pleased to present to you all a new project entitled Wounds from the Womb. We're going to talk about some very, 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 very deep rooted things. But before we go further into anything too deep, I'm going to have my wonderful co-host introduce herself. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Lanisha B. Um, I am Jay Danae's mother. And um, we're going to have some exciting things ahead. Some exciting subjects to talk about um, and as relates to mother and daughter relationships and the wounds that come and the healing that's possible okay so just to start the introduction off correctly just regarding the entire project we're going to give you some definitions but from our own words so what i'm going to ask you mother is what you believe mother wounds mean well I think or I believe it's just related to I think it's two factors here um, and most times relationships between mother and child they can be a little stressful you know and it can be stress related mainly because the mother isn't healed from her own wounds whatever may have happened previously in her life um she probably hasn't healed she probably hasn't processed through any of it she was just um i guess surviving and pushing through um and then she becomes a mother um and if she isn't healed she can create some of the same instances that she experienced when she was uh, a child or growing up so I would say just plainly that it um, there are wounds mostly inflicted on a child by a mother um, sometimes it's knowingly and sometimes it's unknowingly um, but just to put it plainly I would definitely agree with that definition um, especially when you stated that it's what develops when a mother isn't fully healed or hasn't truly processed her own trauma and the effects of her trauma yeah. um, I just think it's very important to always identify what kind of side effects you may have before you decide to have a child yeah because you don't want to unknowingly inflict some type of hurt thinking that you're already whole and you're already complete and mature and things like that 
and then later on you find out that there were some things you had done wrong and now your child is trying to catch up so that he or she can be whole mature and complete so these are just this is just a way to acknowledge and identify some blind spots because everyone has blind spots yeah and I would definitely say that I didn't know that I had any forms of mother wounds because I just know that I didn't like how other women mothered their children <laughs> like I used to compare my mother to other mothers and I'm just like y'all mamas are the worst like in my head I'm like y'all mamas really suck and not, that was just me as you know a child and in high school and partly in college because people's mothers were just not emotionally available they weren't abusive they just weren't emotionally available and that's the main thing that set my mother apart as we mature together is that she became more emotionally available so I'm just so 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 excited to converse with my mother and to have you all witness how we grew up together because we surely did grow up together and coincidentally <laughs> today's episode is called we grew up together ma how old were you when you had me uh, I was 19 my mom was 19 y'all <laughs> she was really young like back then I will say that people who grew up more so like in the 80s and 90s I feel like they matured quicker than those who grew up in our generation and the ones after but um, I mean elders now would still call that age you being a child like a child having a child yeah so what was it like when you found out you were pregnant um that's pretty interesting um i was i was scared i was nervous and i think primarily because um i grew up in church and so i realized too that a lot of the girls or young ladies who had gotten pregnant at a young age um, they were kind of ostracized and looked upon as whores and you know fast and whatever word they gave us back in the day um, so I was nervous I was scared you know I had to tell my mom um, <laughs> that I was actually, you know, having sex. Oh, that was pretty interesting. Um, but I, I was very nervous, and and I was really, I wasn't done being a, you know, a fool. I was calling myself, I was acting a fool. I was really, you know, having, trying to have fun and just really being out here in the streets. Okay. And so I just didn't think I was ready. Wow. I know I would have been extremely nervous. I probably would have. I don't. It's hard to say what I would have done because, of course, I've never been through it. But with the level of selfishness that people have at the age of 19, they don't want to take care of a child. And I just don't feel like I personally would have been. A good mother <laughs> like I really don't think that would have been the case like I'm one who loves babies but also love giving babies back to their parents mm -hmm. 
that's just the truth. And so I, I just, I haven't developed that desire to express any maternal instincts or any maternal <laughs> mannerisms or anything. I just, I don't have it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I know how to be a good sister. I know how to be a good auntie or something like that. But I don't, I don't have that motherly thing in me. So, with the kind of mother wounds you had at that time, mm-hmm. how did you even develop the the maturity or any or any type of like heart posture to be a mother i really think it was something that was it was innate and i I would have to say um i experienced a lot of love from my grandmother and so because of that reason um i believe that that's what kind of gave me the instinct on how to love or what love looked like from um, a female elder, (laughs) I would say. So because she, you know, loved me so much, I think even once I had you, um, it was just like it was an instinct. Like, I have to be who this child needs me to be. Um, Not actually realizing that I had wounds. Right. (laughs) So, I, 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 I was being who I thought I should be broken. So, like you said, it was blind spots and I didn't know it. Because mm-hmm. I, you know, I was blinded by my own mother wounds, my own childhood trauma. Right. Yeah. So, when did you start to realize that there were some errors in the way you mothered or parented me? Um, I think I always felt that way. I think. Um, I just felt like I wasn't measuring up. Like, am I being a good mother? Am I doing this right? I'm probably not. I'm so tired. You know, I was working night shift when you were younger. Well, I started at McDonald's. Right. <laughs> I yeah. McDonald's. And then, um, I went to nursing school. You were about two, right? Mm-hmm. And then... I graduated from nursing school. So after that, um, I went through working at different places and then I worked night shift. So I think it was just a lot of distraction going on and I didn't realize that there were blind spots. And feeling like I wasn't doing a good job, but then kind of assuming I was kind of doing pretty good because you were doing good in school. You know, so... It was, it was things that I was looking for that would tell me I'm doing a good job as opposed to actually assessing <laughs> what was missing. Because right. I, 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 that's not the kind of mindset I had. 
Mm-hmm. I think it was more about that I was providing for you and that you were doing good in school. Yeah. And those were like big deals to me, you know, at the time. I see how that can make sense. And for me, from my perspective, I feel like in some weird way, I, like as a child, compared you to your mother. And I compared you to my father's mother. And I compared my father to your father and my father to his father. And I looked at the benefits of like first of all I looked at the benefits of having parents who were younger and then I looked at what y'all did that y'all parents didn't do and then I looked at your history because I I always kind of knew about the type of like trouble you were in Mm -hmm. I didn't know the depths of it but I knew what kind of trouble you were in and I knew what kind of trouble my daddy was in and so I'm like obviously we're doing well and if I do end up having a problem, I don't want to somehow add pressure to something that's already looking so wonderful or looking so good or errorless or anything. And I didn't want y'all to feel like y'all weren't good parents. And so I took on a lot of extra emotional baggage by trying to counsel myself. So yes, I was doing good in school. Um, but then I also knew like if I wanted to act out, I could because that's the, that's the kind of influence I had around me. But I'm like, eh, I don't want to add no pressure to my mother's parenting or anything. So let me just keep doing well in school. Getting bullied, uh, I don't want to complain too much. So I'ma just take that. And then the uh, whatever type of chaos was happening around us or whatever. Uh, Anytime we might have been struggling or something, I didn't want to complain or state that, oh, we need help to whatever family member or even say to you, like, my, why we, you know, going through this or anything because I didn't want to add extra pressure. So it was like, a, even though I was a kid, I felt like on both ends, it was some kind of just some unspoken things. Like, you know, sometimes I've heard or read that. You don't learn how to be a good parent uh, until... Like, your, your kids teach you how to be good parents. Mm-hmm. And I think that I was trying to just be a good kid by myself. Mm-hmm. Rather than, you know, showing you how to be my parent. Or even, you know, my father too. But, yeah, rather than showing you. So, it was, it was a lot of things that I did to try to protect you from knowing errors. And that was so, when you told me that before, that was so weird to me. Like, you you were counseling yourself, you were trying to deal with your own issues, and without saying anything, or without saying much. Because I, I remember instances where I would ask you how it's going, or how school going, or what happened, you know, just trying to spark up some kind of conversation and you always sounded like it was okay or but another what another thing I realized that we talked about is that so I knew how it felt um to for somebody to bully you or to say crazy stuff to you um and I just 
I didn't I didn't want you to experience that so I tried to make you tough by like telling you well you don't have to take that and you know at some point you're gonna have to you know realize that it's a lie and you know and, and forget them and forget them you know and I was trying to toughen you up um not realizing that we should have embraced the sensitive side of you mm -hmm. so I think that ended up being an issue for you later where you wanted to block out emotion yeah that happened for years where I was like man psh, bump all this like it got to the point where I was overly protective of myself and of my sensitivity I was not about to show that I even had feelings that's why I became a bully and but I was like a likable bully and I was almost um like numb it was so weird like stuff would get on my nerves but I would either not show feeling at all or I would lash out so there was no there was no processing feelings I just I did not to me I did not have time for that because I spent so much time doing it as a kid then I went on and replicated what I was shown to my younger sister where if she would be like oh, you know crying being sensitive or expressing that some of her feelings I needed her to be tough because I'm like I don't want you to go through what I went through so toughen up now before you become you know before you get to middle school or anything like that so it's just so interesting like I'm not a parent but I am I'm still kind of showing or still kind of resembling the parenting skills that I witnessed not that they were so error filled or anything like that it's just that what I experienced I I just replicated it and I think it's all about having balance like you do need to affirm your child and validate your child's feelings but you do need to also help them be reasonable and like logical in thinking and fearless mm -hmm. it's just a lot of balance and I, you learn that through parenting and you know trial and error and things like that but just that's just something that I feel like would have helped me growing up yeah, and I think that's something that I learned um, um, because as a child, I was like your little sister, like just really honest and I would get in a lot of trouble for the things that I see it. Um, and so it made me clench up to the point where I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't be saying stuff to people. Maybe I should be nice or maybe that's not nice. You know, it was all these questions because a lot of times um, you, when you reprimand your child and you don't tell them why, it leaves all the processing to, the, to themselves. Like, mm -hmm. so, um, so I learned passive aggressive um, tendencies and so you know I didn't have a, a good balance mm 
So it would be either I was extremely passive, like whatever, but the passive would be like emotionless. And then the aggressive, I didn't like her. I didn't like the aggressive me because it was, it would be too extreme. So I would be trying to find balance and I spent a lot of my life trying not to be the aggressor. Um, and so it was just a lot of imbalance going on. Okay. And so, which is kind of how I passed it on to you. Um, being, trying to be emotionless. Um, and you know, you just got to push through. It, it was just a lot of prop, you know, uh, survival going on, you know, just no real processing, no, um, real understanding of anything. Um, you're just trying to make it what a lot of people say, right? So, and that's what we did. You know, I learned how to parent you. And for a long time, I felt like it was too late. Um, like, wow, you know, she's already, you know, aggressive. <laughs> she's already you know, punching people at school. If you know, because once once you got aggressive, you you went all the way. You was just like, man, I don't care about nobody. And you say something to me, I'm shutting you down to the nth degree. And that's that's <laughs> it. Now what you gonna say now? You know, and it was just like, whoa. But she was still getting good grades. So it's funny. <laughs> So it was just a lot of dysfunction going on but because that was our environment we felt comfortable there but we were uncomfortable at mm -hmm. the same time so I just think that um, saying that we grew up together I think that once I joined my current ministry, I was kind of already on my way um, before I joined. Um, and But it was a really slow process. And then once I joined my the new ministry or current ministry, I learned um, more deeply what I was experiencing was dysfunction. Even though I knew I knew psychology, I you I I read that I love it. How the mind works is like a passion for me. But I was just learning it. Like I wasn't really fully applying it um, to my life where I could change. You know, it was you know, like I said, a, a slow process. Um, because I had my own seek, you know, I was seeking God for like something different. Like this just has to be something different. I don't know what it is, but I need you to show me. And so once I joined and I learned about all the dysfunction I was experiencing or, you know, participating in, um, and I changed. And one big thing you told me after I changed, you said it made you want to change. 
That, that, I mean, that made me feel so thankful because you, and I felt like that was such a breakthrough, you know, just you saying that, like, okay, I, maybe I, maybe, you know, we can do this God thing. I'm going to see a little bit. I'm going to put my feet in there a little bit, see what we're doing because my mom, is changing and she is intentionally pursuing freedom from trauma from her past like what is this let me see how did that and I I don't remember asking you this like once you what was your vantage point like what 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 did I do that made you say man this this is really real like can you recall anything or you were just kind of it was just like collective yeah i definitely can't choose one defining moment but what i will say is that i saw like this new kind of glow i would say it was just a new kind of glow like a new you just had a different effect on an environment like you always always able to shift like moods and environments and things like that but this time it was effortless like i could see that it was some type of change happening in you that caused your presence to be different and yeah this happened while i was in college so like our conversations were changing like we were still able to be goofy and laugh but then it got to the point where you were intentional about actually hearing me out like you was you listened to what I said you responded to what I said with wisdom you because before this <laughs> man we used to have some battles like and we still have some disagreements now but there were times when I felt like one of us not gonna make it out of this house like I just felt as though one of like something was gonna happen anytime we argue cause it just it built up built up built up built up exploded and then it took for one of us to just talk to the other like maybe the next day or the next two days or something but this time around after you began your journey you i saw that you didn't even want to get to that point so it wasn't about who's going to get the last word or i'm gonna shut her by threatening to punch her what you say i'm a what did you used to say (laughs) was it i'm gonna jaw you or something like that Oh no. I think you did you should say I'm gonna jaw you. Like and me being Joseph Arnold's daughter and Lenisha's boy's daughter, I'd be like, why you gotta do all that? I mean, what's that gonna do? Like it was just used to be ridiculous. Like So, you know, this time around I could just feel the love in her rebukes <laughs> and the love and her chest tightening and things like that. Like it 
her love became different so that is a pure example of what happens when a parent becomes more intentional about transforming not just for herself but also for her children and her family and it also shows that if you want your child to become delivered or transformed you don't have to force what you have going on on your child you just be the example you want to see in your child so before we close i have to ask you ma do you have any closing remarks or anything encouraging you want to leave with the audience um well as a mother i would say make sure you heal the little girl inside first um and i'll say that because i feel like that's why one of the reasons why we grew up together because i had experienced trauma um and it set me back i feel like and i you know if you've ever heard of um arrested development um it kind of sent me into that where emotionally and mentally i feel like i wasn't growing past the trauma as much as i should have and so um when you were born it just it's kind of like we were the same age (laughs) um and so i would say heal the little girl inside um and go to counseling whatever it is you need to do uh pray find your church make sure that you're intentional about your healing um whether it's before children during while your children are growing up or even if they're adults i mean it would still be beneficial to heal Uh, that's a big deal for me to heal so that um you can bring healing into your uh family dynamic um at any stage is beneficial okay i hope you all caught that i want to thank you all for listening to wounds from the womb episode one we grew up together and we're still growing up together so i hope you all stay tuned i hope you all decide to partner with us during this journey and be intentional about your own journeys we love you all and we hope that you are praying for us as we will pray for you Bye. bye